Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is the Russian destruction of America. Specifically, we're going to be covering the newest dream from Dana Coverstone. Now, if you're not familiar with him, he has, uh, I, I believe he's hearing from God. I believe every one of his dreams are from God. But I do not think that they are prophecies. I think that they are warnings. They're getting us to, to pray. As a matter of fact, at the end of it, he specifically says that the angel is speaking to him, says, I've been calling people to pray, and they haven't been praying. So these are really calls to pray, and I believe Coverstone says the same thing. So, matter of fact, let me explain just a second. When a person gets a word of the Lord, a lot of times even in the Old Testament, that word is not saying God is going to do this. It's not always saying that. As a matter of fact, I've asked a lot of groups of people, I'll say, so when God says something, does it always come to pass? Of course, everybody says, yeah, yeah, yes, it does. Well, actually, that's not true. In the case of, for example, Jonah. Okay, so did Jonah hear from God? Yes. Was he a prophet? Yes. What happened? Okay, so God told Jonah to go into the city, and I want you to go tell Jonah, Nineveh, that I'm going to destroy it in 40 days. And Jonah knew that God is very long-suffering, and he didn't want to do it. So he decided he was going to take a boat to the far side of the, of the world, and, and they threw him in the ocean, and God arranged for a big fish to follow him, swallow him, burped him out onto the sand, and finally he decided he would go do as he was told. So Jonah went into the cities of Nineveh crying and was saying them 40 days, God's going to destroy it. And the king got wind of it. So the king called the entire kingdom to fast and pray for three days. Now, this is not your American fast. He told all of the people, no food, no water for you and your animals. Now, that's a pretty tough fast. If you haven't tried a three-day no water fast, I made it 50 hours. And as I was drifting off to sleep that night, I was sinking. Man, I was I was sinking really fast. And the thought occurred to me, if I go to sleep right now, the next sound I might hear is a trumpet blast. In other words, I died and all of a sudden, you know, it's trumpet blast time and, and Jesus returned. So I went and drank a glass of water. But I can tell you what, no water fast, that's, that's tough. And that's what King Nineveh and the entire city did. As a result of that, God delayed the judgment. What God is trying to tell America, he loves America. And I know a lot of people are very upset with America. They're very very frustrated with our sin. I understand that. But we can't get mad at America. We can't get mad at America's sin even. What we've got to do is to pray that these things don't come to pass. And that's the very last thing he says. Basically, he's saying America hasn't prayed. So this is really a call to pray. Just like, which by the way, I want to believe what happened to me Sunday night where I, I guess it was an angel. It happened so fast, I don't know, but in case you missed the story. So Sunday evening, it's either 6.15 or 7.15, excuse me, 6.17 or 5.17 or 6.17. I was asleep in my chair, didn't have the TV on or anything. And all of a sudden, heard an audible voice and said, I've got some real bad news for you. And I saw a newspaper and something holding it, white behind it. That's all I can really say for sure. Maybe it's an angel, maybe what? Anyway, but on the newspaper, I saw in real tall letters, half of the front page was these two lines of tall letters in red. 
and it went so fast I couldn't read what it was saying. I did notice that it had an exclamation mark at the end of the second sentence. And so I've asked everybody to be praying that whatever that real bad news was on the front of that newspaper uh, headline does not come to pass. Likewise here, what we're about to read here, don't look at this as saying, oh, this has got to come pass. Don't look at it where, all right, I'm going to mark this down. If this doesn't come to pass, I'm going to call this cover stone. I'm going to call him a false prophet. That That's that's baby Christianity. They, You don't understand the heart of God. God is long-suffering, not willing that any should perish. He doesn't want to bring this judgment on America. He loves us. He even loves the sinners. He doesn't like to sin. I agree with that. But this is a call to fast and pray. So let's go on to it. April 14th through the 30th. Now, the, the longer and the more detailed his dreams seem to be getting, the more that he'll give him a chunk, and then the next night he gets another chunk, and then the next night he, he gets he gets pieces of the puzzle. They're like, here's the first piece, second piece, third piece, fourth piece. And so he has to string them all together and put it all together because it's very detailed. In other words, this is this is not just a dream he gets all in one night, and I understand that. So anyway, he says, I dreamed that I was watching a large passenger plane with an American flag on its tail wing. So we know it's he's speaking of America. So this is a warning specifically to America. I know you're saying, wait a minute, I thought there weren't going to be more, any more warnings. I want the warnings. I hope there are more warnings. But what he, he said to the other lady is that they're now messages. In other words, we've crossed the line of no return. So I hope the warnings continue. I don't want them to stop. Let's go on. So it's an American plane. It began a slight normal descent. The people on board uh, or through the windows appeared unafraid. That's typical Americans right now. Reading magazines, listening through headphones, resting and sleeping, living the life, you know, living the dream. Suddenly, the plane did a nosedive straight down. I believe that that has happened probably over the process of the last couple of years. The people on board made no changes in their activity. That's true. You know, uh, we haven't seen any big revivals. We haven't seen churches fill up. We haven't seen people fasting and praying. We have not seen any attempt for any even small group. I'm talking about, you know, a couple of hundred people, two or three hundred people to really turn toward the Lord Jesus. And in my opinion, if I could just get Donald Trump to call me, I would say, brother, you are in the best position to save this nation. What you need to start doing at every one of your rallies, if you could just start by telling people, I want everybody to go to church this Sunday. I didn't say a synagogue. I didn't say a mosque. I didn't say a temple. I said go to church. Okay, I want everybody to go to church this Sunday. I also want everybody to pray for him. You need to say those things. And then the he needs to increase it, increase it, increase He needs to start saying, look, it, if we're going to turn this nation around, everybody got to turn to Christian. Everybody got to turn to Jesus. Everybody got to start praying. If he were to say that, yes, I understand, all hell fire would come down on him. But he is in the best position to get enough Americans praying, repenting, and receiving Jesus to turn this nation. I try to, but my voice is not big enough. His voice is big enough. Let's go on. Naval ships around the aimed, aimed a heavy caliber weapons at Taiwan, drawing closer to the nation. 
I don't know of anyone that has got a prophecy about Taiwan. If you do, send it to me. Ask Stan at prophecyclub.com. This may be the only one that's telling us what's going on with Taiwan. I saw military leaders in China pushing military pieces on a table, planning map. By the way, this is summarized version, so it flows better when I read it. There were radio communications, and leadership was sitting near a red button. In other words, they're making plans to attack Taiwan. They're making plans to actually nuke Taiwan if needed. That's what it's really saying, but good news is coming. There was angry speech and the pounding of fists on the table. The Chinese leader was also staring at a phone in his hand and rocking nervously in an old-fashioned American rocking chair. I believe the phone is to make a phone call to say attack. I believe that the old-fashioned American rocking chair is saying that he's still friends with America and America is still really in charge of China. That's what it's really saying. An old-fashioned American rocking chair that did not fit the decor in the room. I saw a table set beside St. Basil's Cathedral. Now, I never knew the name of it, but <laughs> we've all seen pictures of this. But that's St. Basil's Cathedral near the Kremlin. I think what it's saying is, in God's eyes, he's saying that there is a Christian element to Russia. Now, I'm not sitting here saying Russia is Christian these days any more than America's Christian. But there is a Christian element. And I want to believe that Putin's a good guy. But, you know, I, I don't know his heart. I saw a table set beside St. Basil's Cathedral in the Kremlin. Putin and his military leaders were having a picnic with empty wine bottles, not vodka bottles, on the table. Now, vodka would be more of a celebration. Wine is more of just a maybe a typical meal or maybe a, a, a celebration. I don't, I don't know that it's necessarily, excuse me, more of a party, not a celebration. Putin was holding his side in pain and not drinking. Now, I know that there have been some reports out there that Putin is sick, and he's denying that. Other reports saying, no, 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 I'm just fine. But this prophecy says there actually is something wrong with Putin. Holding his side in pain and not drinking. In other words, he's saying he's not healthy enough to drink. Holding aside, he's saying, yes, there really is something wrong with him. He had a cell phone in his hand and was staring. See, they both had cell phones. So I think it's saying that China, America, and Russia are actually communicating between the three concerning Taiwan. Putin was holding aside in pain and not drinking. He had a cell phone in his hand and was staring at it while sitting in the same kind of rocking chair as the Chinese leader, meaning... It's still America in charge of, of China and Russia. China, Russia, and America are still cooperating and working together. That's good. Putin was very calm and relaxed and untouched by the boisterous general, generals around him, meaning the boisterous generals probably say, push the button, push the button, go ahead and attack, go ahead and attack. Putin said, no, hang on, hang on. See, what I believe God is trying to do He's trying to show us the real heart of Xi and Putin and that America is still really in charge. That's what he's really doing here. And I like that. The scene changed. European leaders discussing the surrounding of Taiwan. Now, I'm about to show you an article. They used the word around three times in the article. 
European leaders were discussing the surrounding of Taiwan and what should be done to help them. The decision was made to let the world leaders of the United States and Britain handle, again, the United States and Britain are really the ones in charge. Chinese and the Russians, what did it say? The interpretation is the Chinese and the Russians are still at least listening to America and Britain. Uh, they probably don't think that they report to them, but they're, they're taking it under advisement. Let the world leaders of the United States and Britain handle the crisis as they all had faith in that plan. Each of the leaders stood and shook hands while wiping the sweat from their brow, meaning that sweat is saying, we're all really nervous. This all really serious. This could turn to a major, major war. I don't think anyone wanted. They're trying to solve the situation as the U.S. is providing the solution. Then I saw a split screen of both the Chinese leader and Putin hit send on their phones at the very same time. The leaders then casually shut their eyes and began to go to sleep, meaning that whatever it is that was bad didn't happen, and whatever the same sin was is not war, because then they begin to go to sleep. In other words, problem solved. Now watch what else happens. Then the Navy ships quickly turned away from Taiwan. So what it is saying here, again, it's not a prophecy. It's saying we need to pray that this happens. We need to pray that Taiwan is not attacked. This does not escalate into a bigger war. Navy ships quickly then turned away from Taiwan. I saw many missiles raining down on Ukraine. I'm telling you, Ukraine is the bad actor in all this. And I know that the U.S. and all you're hearing on the media, oh, that poor little Ukraine. No, Ukraine's the bad actor. These are the worst of the worst of the worst, worst, worst. This is the land of the Moloch and ball worshippers. And what they're really doing is trying to clean up all of the pedophiles there. So says reliable sources that I believe are reliable. I saw many missiles raining down in Ukraine. It was a larger issue than reported in the news. I think that's right. My sources tell me what they're really doing is cleaning up Ukraine. And then after the Taiwan thing, then there's probably going to be an internal revolution. Well, we know there's going to be an internal revolution in America. I just hope it's the good guys kicking out the bad guys. I saw large missile silos all over Western Russia uncovered and smoke coming out, but no launch took place. Meaning, it comes down to where Russia is actually thinking about firing missiles. When it says silos, <clears throat> it could be conventional missiles they're considering. But most of the time when we think silos, we're thinking nuclear. So what it's saying is that this whole situation with Taiwan, or yeah, Taiwan, is going to get bigger, more serious, more frantic, sweat on the brow, on the brow. But it's saying that there's not going to be any war out of it. Now, instead of us <laughs> scratching this into granite and saying, "Okay, let's see if this guy gets it right," no. Instead, we want to pray that there is not war, that there's not an attack on Taiwan in Jesus' name. One large rocket launched from a Chinese ship headed east from Taiwan at hypersonic speed, but the trajectory stopped. I want you to see that word stopped. But the trajectory stopped over the middle of America. Now, we know that an angel can stop it midair, park it midair if it wants to. 
We don't know exactly what happened here, but apparently a Chinese missile was launched. Now, maybe it was a rogue missile. Nevertheless, it was stopped over America. means it did not, when it says stopped, it didn't detonate. So the conclusion is, yes, the Chinese actually launched one missile, but for whatever reason, it stopped, and I take that to be no detonation, no impact. Let's go on. The plane, at the first part of the dream, dropped below the lowest clouds. In other words, we continue to see the economy. More than the economy, we continue to see the spiritual condition of America continue to fall. means that the judgment still hasn't hit. There still hasn't been repentance. There still hasn't been miracles returned to the church. So we see all this time that the spiritual, that we still don't see people turning to Jesus yet. We don't see the churches filling up yet. I saw land patterns on the ground below means the plane gets really close to crashing. There was an explosion just above the plane and it lost all power. I believe that's your suitcase nukes. I pray every day, Lord, don't let those suitcase nukes go off. Don't let them. Don't let them go off. Instead, cause them all to be found and then cause the entrance to the underground Moloch and Ball worshippers' hideouts to be discovered and cause all of those suitcase nukes to be taken down and the worst of the worst of the evil, evil, evil to all be destroyed in Jesus' name. The first time the descent was directly by the pilot. Let me back up. There was an explosion just above the plane, and it lost all power. Now, what it's about to describe, in my opinion, is an EMP blast or some kind of a suitcase nuke, because what an EMP does is it goes in, let me grab my deal here, it goes in and fries every computer chip. Now, I say everyone, maybe military can make some of them that, that don't fry like that, but for most of your civilian stuff, yeah, it fries them. They're dead, and they aren't coming back. Now, EMP Shield sent me one of these. I have one of these on my, my car, my wife's car. I have a different gizmo like this on the house. And all you do is you, you, you just peel the back off, stick it on the inside body under the, the hood of the car. You put the red to the red, the black to the black, and the green to your body of the car. Hook it up. And then when you have an EMP uh, attack, this guy here, according to military sources, that might, might, might not, that might not be the right terminology. People that test military items like this have tested it and say that it will shunt off the EMP. Same thing can go for your house, and you get that at empshield.com. Now, what it's saying here is if this plane had had something like this, it might have continued to fly. And the way I take the interpretation is that there is still a plan for God to allow these suitcase nukes to go off. Many of the Coverstone dreams had that. And, of course, I've got, what was it, 14 or 15 different dreams or visions or actual intelligence saying that there's anywhere from 35 to 50 suitcase nukes secreted all across America. What's a suitcase nuke? Well, it's about one kiloton, which destroys a 10-square block, city block, it turns 10,000 degrees in a millisecond. Yes, you have the telephone pole with the mushroom on top. and But what it does is it kills the city, even if it doesn't kill everybody in the city. I don't know how far out, but, of course, the EMP goes out, kills all of the computer chips, 
cars don't start, cell phones don't start, uh, all of the electronics within a pretty good distance of where that goes off are dead and they're fried and they're not coming back. So if your car got hit, for example, I assume you'd have to replace the entire, every computer chip in your car, I assume. And we hadn't had it happen, so we don't know exactly yet. But anyway, EMPShield.com can give you a device that at least you have a chance of your car starting. And of course, as they say, a uh, blind man is king in the land of the blind. I believe the way it's said, in the land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. Meaning, if everybody else's car doesn't start and your car starts, you have a very big advantage. Let's back up. So there was an explosion just above the plane. I believe that that's saying that there's going to be some kind of an EMP suitcase nuke go off in America. There was an explosion just above the plane. The first time the descent was directed by the pilot, in other words, by the sin in America, was causing the plane to go down, down, down. But now the lights inside the plane went all out. People became aware that their music had stopped, the TVs were off, and they were looking out the windows in shock. In other words, when the suitcase nukes go off all across America, finally Americans are going to wake up. Finally they're going to say, hey, uh, <laughs> what's going on? They'll finally start waking up. That's what it's saying. There was screaming and beating on the pilot's door in absolute panic. Then it went completely dark. That's what a suitcase nuke, that's what EMP does. As the plane was going straight down, means now when the suitcase nukes go off, America falls like a rock. The man all, the man always sees sitting on, next to the window, afraid, in other words, that's the angel. He said throughout the window to me, I told them to pray, but they did not. They need to take it seriously now. Notice he didn't say, brace yourself. He's now saying they need to take it seriously. He's saying, you didn't pray, now it is coming. And the, the, the dream before this from Coverstone said pretty much the same thing too. And then if you take with what Vicky Parnell said, with the Gabriel attending to her and reading a scroll saying, no more extended time shall be extended. In other words, the fall of America has begun. I do not think the Russians are about to attack yet. I do not think we're there. You know, I don't want this to happen, which is why I'm asking everybody, we've got to pray. See, the Bible says that wherever two or more agree is touching any one thing would be given them. Wherever one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. The Bible says he gave us power over serpents and scorpions and all the power of the enemy, meaning it's what comes out of our mouth that counts. We have more power than the devil through the name of Jesus. We need to pray that that bad news on the front of that newspaper headline does not come to pass. We need to pray that the fall of America, if it can't be stopped, will at least be slowed down and delayed. Even though Parnell says, Gabriel says it's, it's not going to be delayed anymore. We still got to pray. It's what we say that counts. April 18, 2002. Leslie had a dream. That's 2002. Okay, it's 10 years ago. Stan and I and many people were on a cruise ship. We're headed out to sea. Sky blue, beautiful, water calm. People around us enjoying themselves, unaware of what's coming. That's where we are right now. America's 
you know, even though we're having trouble and baby food and food is in shortage, the price of gasoline going up, most people, yeah, doesn't bother me. Eh, they aren't waking up. I'm not going to go to church. I'm not going to start reading my Bible. I don't need to pray. I don't need none of that stuff. I don't need that Christianity stuff. <laughs> God knows just the thing, though. The people around were enjoying themselves, unaware of what is coming. Way out ahead of the ship on the horizon, Stan and I could see a terrible storm brewing. The sky was getting darker, like now, and seas rougher. We saw what looked like a huge tornado in the ocean headed right toward the ship. Now, I believe that's the financial storm we see right now. Stan kept telling the captain, turn the ship, turn the ship, turn the ship around now. He told him that we're headed toward a terrible storm. Isn't that what we've been talking about? A terrible storm. But neither the captain nor the people would listen. And I want to believe that the captain is the church leadership. Church leadership, I don't listen to this stuff. We could see the huge waves of the tornado getting closer, but everyone was ignoring Stan's warning. I do feel like I'm being ignored. Stan finally yelled at the captain, Wait up! Wake up! We're heading for trouble! Finally, the captain listened and began to turn the ship. But by this time, the waves were coming upon the ship, and the hurricane was about to hit the ship. It was almost too late. The ship began to tip over. I feared it was about to capsize. Then I woke up. What are the true dreams saying? The dream is saying that America has been going down for some time now. She's not going to listen until it's too late. But we still need to pray. Don't give up on our nation, my brothers and sisters. Don't give up. The Prophecy Club app is probably the simplest, easiest way to follow Prophecy Club that there is. If you want to get it, I'll explain how it works. Go to prophecyclub.com, and then if you're Apple, you click right here. If you're um, Android, you click right here, and this is what you'll see. If you're Android, it will look like this, and you download. You, you want to look for this symbol here. Download that and click Install. If you're Apple, you click, and it'll look like this. Then after you download the app, it will look like this. So here's the way you do it. It'll remember you're going to download something that looks like this. So if you want to look at, say, one month, you click here. A past month or a past month, it downloads all of the, at the apps or all of the programs. You click on one, it starts playing. You can either watch it or listen to it, your choice, either one. And if you get a phone call or something interrupts you, it pauses, and then after the phone call, it'll start again. It's probably the easiest way to follow us, so let me encourage you to go and get an app. Also, if you want to have food in the trouble ahead, this is actually a loaf of bread that I made. Cut that into 14 slices. That feeds one person for one week. I recommend you go to josephskitchen.com, get a machine package, which is all the gizmos you need to take the wheat berries, and you make whole wheat bread. Wheat berries, 30 seconds, you got flour. Two hours and 20 minutes later, you got a nice hot steaming loaf of whole wheat bread. So then, after you get the machines package, you have to decide. you want supplies or food enough for one person one year, two people one year, four people one year, six people one year? And I calculated it up. If you put all those together, this is just how cheap it can be. So you get a machines package, $620. Then you order six people one year, $3,700. So you divide that 43.20 by 6, that's about $720 a person per year. Most of the other freeze-dried, your long-term storage, emergency food places out there, 
they're selling it for around nine or ten thousand dollars for one person one year. You got that? Nine or ten thousand dollar one person one year. Joseph's Kitchen doing it, and the ballpark around thousand dollars. And if you're thinking about getting gold or silver, we're going to send you to CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Tell them your Prophecy Club. <clears throat> hey, love Prophecy Club people because they're informed. And I also want you to go to this. I can't say the words on this page. So you have to look. So you go to this location, and then you search these three words. Watch the water. I'll say those words. And you watch this guy, and he's going to tell you, and apparently he is very convincing based upon the people responding. What he's saying is they are already putting poison in the tap and in the bottled water, and Leslie confirms that with a prophet she gave back in 2011. She's not going to be able to trust the tap water or the bottled water. So if you want to get a Berkey water filter, you go to prophecyclub.com, you click Berkey's. I recommend at least you get this one. This is the, the, the big Berkey. A lot of people are getting the Imperials in here. I have the Crown Berkey, which has eight filters. It's enough to filter water for a whole neighborhood. And I want to remind you, this is what the ships look like off of China. So a lot of the things that we are expecting to be coming from China, not coming. They're still in a big lockdown. I just watched Fox News last night. Still, they have locked down China. <laughs> they aren't even making a lot of the computers, a lot of things. They've just stopped China from moving. That means it's going to affect us. If you think about getting an EMP shield device so your car will start or your computers in your home will not be corrupted or fried the computer chips when there's some kind of an EMP blast or a suitcase nuke, then we'll send you to empshield.com. And if you enter the promo code PROPHECY, you'll get a $50 discount, and it helps your prophecy. Click like, share, subscribe, and send to a friend.